podcast here talk about all things big brother more specifically the events or lack of events of this past week i'm nathan this is tony tony hey. no one told you that uh this episode was canceled tonight did they nope no one told me so this is actually if you're listening right now this is a re-release of our episode from last week mm-hmm. because we're in the exact same spot essentially so that will start right now uh, all the outgoing hosts of the podcast get to record for this pod. No, I was trying to make a HOH reference because the um, Cam Cam can compete again. That was a yeah yeah yeah. The we're, second we're I started saying it, I was like, "This is not a good." Yeah, I, I was confused. I couldn't even back you up. I'm sorry. I saw it in your face. I saw it in my own face. It was bad. Uh, how are you, Tony? How you doing after tonight's uh big reveal of a of a twist? I am uh doing well. I was very excited. I was hoping that they would uh that Matt would use the power. Um, so I am so pleasantly pleased. No, I'm just pleased, not pleasantly pleased, just pleased. Um, but yeah, once once it was like showing the ending of the episode and everybody was hugging or whatever, I was like, so now we're. Like, things have happened, conversations have happened, people ha- aren't trusting each other as much or trusting each other more, obviously, that's how Big Brother works. But not much has changed, except they're just doing another HOH. What if they do the same HOH? They're doing another HOH, except Felicia can compete this time, right? That's that's really the only change? Yeah, yeah, as far as where we were last week. I mean, obviously, things have shifted here and there, relation- but yes, you're right, yeah. as far as, like... People in the house, who has what power? Uh, Cam spent almost 14 hours in a pressure cooker for nothing. That sucks. That's actually a really crappy thing that CBS just did. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. That uh, is awful. Like, oh, that's this so HOH. It was this uh, competition. Uh, that's tough. Could have done it any time. This this wasn't like a uh, crapshoot of like a golf ball going down a a, a number and you know this no, wasn't been a, great a week to do it like true or false hold up your sign house guest I need you to reset 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 you know not not reset. one of those <laughs> yep I love those uh yeah this was the big one the big one that mm-hmm. I mean we can get to it later when we talk about individual house guests but I mean Cam's definitely got to be in the worst position in the house at this point after oh, absolutely having to absolutely. get all this blood on his hands i mean all this blood he only nominated but still like everyone else everyone's after know. him everyone was going to be after him in red as it was and this didn't help the situation at all i mean he only had to nominate two people and they were on the same side of the house but yeah i it's gonna be surprising he has to win one of the next two competitions or he's out or red needs to win one of the next two i guess yeah yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, tough look for all the cam stands out there, which I haven't seen a lot of. So I don't know. This is what America this week wants. He I guess. grew on me a little bit because he like he was seeing like, oh, we're obviously not on the in alliance of the Legend Twenty Five, so obviously it's them. 
And so we're going to go after them. And yeah, you probably shouldn't take the shot this week, the first week that you have an alliance with them. That doesn't seem like it inspires loyalty in anybody else. But, I mean, just recognizing that is better than what most of these people do, honestly. Yeah, it's true. Um, and I think, I think the thing that is interesting about his week is this was really outside of week one, which Riley didn't technically get to nominate her people. Like, this was the first week where someone might have done that because it was then Hysum, and then it was mm -hmm. Militia, and it was people that, like, were never going to potentially take a shot. And so I think that's mm -hmm. the thing, too, where, you know, like, no one has really even had the chance to consider that because it's all been these close people. So this would have been the closest week, and we did see him kind of, you know, think if he wanted to take a shot, but I, I don't know if that was actually serious or not, you know, or if it was just the DR trying to get some tension for us but yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens if it is someone who is actually not working with them yeah yeah definitely yeah i'm i'm i wonder if it's gonna blow up i don't know i have no idea what's gonna happen this week where do you want to start on the on the episode nathan <laughs> uh well why don't we start with last week the pressure cooker uh let's do it because that is oh my gosh that was a week yeah ago. we haven't talked about that that feels like it was so long ago that we had to have talked about it we well, it was happening during our episode, True. and if you remember, uh, we both of us wanted to predict it last about six hours. Mm -hmm. I ended up taking the over, you took the under, and it went over. Just uh, <laughs> did you? I mean, I never even considered that they were gonna come close to breaking the record. Did you ever think that oh, was gonna be either. possible? No, not even a little bit. <laughs> I don't think I realized how badly they wanted to go for red and cameron though like that felt like that was the the force that pushed them and it's not a hard thing to do to hold the button it really is willpower and like mm -hmm. focus more than anything else so it's not like yeah as i think about it it's understandable that they went that long and once you're in it for eight hours it's like well i want to stick it out to the end i'm not just going to give up so yeah but i was not expecting it at all no i mean i i stayed up a decent amount just kind of had it out in the background uh and then when i woke up uh i think you might have texted me like shortly after i woke up and you're like they're still going we were chatting but yeah i like turned it on i was like oh my and it wasn't even i think when i woke up the next morning i want to say red had just dropped so at that point uh the night before i saw obviously serene jared because mm -hmm. they didn't even less than an hour i think yeah uh and then was, izzy was funny. the third um i forget how long she lasted but definitely saw her that night and then while i was sleeping through the night i think it was bowie and red uh and then matt was shortly after i want to say so mm -hmm. there were still i think six people waking up friday morning and i was like oh my goodness i guess this is what i'm gonna just have on in the morning i guess i'm just turning yeah. this on and and it was kind of like, fun <laughs> I woke up at like 3 a.m. and I was just like woke up and rolled over and pulled up my phone. And I was like, oh, let's see who's still in the competition. And I was like, oh, still everybody. Interesting. Other than Jared and Suri, obviously. And maybe one other person. And then I woke up again at like 7 and it was the same. Maybe one other person was gone. And I was like, wow, mm -hmm. they are fighting. I was not expecting this at all. Yeah, it was it was very fun. And it, I think, like, the competition itself, it's so interesting. Like, it wasn't that entertaining, you know, if you watch the live feed for a long, you know, because it wasn't like they were gaming necessarily. I think the 
most entertaining part was like Felicia and all of them just kind of watching them commentating because uh, clearly the people in the box were not aware that they could see him. Uh, yeah. You would see Izzy dance and then the lights turn on. She'd stop not knowing that like everyone in the house is watching her with like night vision. So that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a nice uh, Suri kind of uh, scolding Jared, <laughs> which was very entertaining. <laughs> Always love those. <laughs> Always love those. Uh, but yeah, but the competition itself was like, I don't know, it was fine. And it was fascinating to watch it because I think like when you think back to BB6 and like the legend that that competition is, it's like, oh yeah, I guess if you were to watch this for 14 hours, it probably wasn't the most exciting thing all the time, you mm-hmm. know? So like to see a nice edited version of it and have that yeah. be like the the staple of like, this is the best competition ever. Um, Overall. Know, it was fun. Huge win. I feel like bringing that back was a huge win. I honestly wouldn't hate if it just became a staple. That was just a thing that they did every year. 100%. Because I even, like, they do have some endurance to, like, the wall and stuff, but, like, those don't ever last that long. Like, it's two, three hours maybe. And I don't, like, I just don't see the downside. Like, you had a lot of people tuning into live feeds just for this competition. That's that's great business for them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. It's it's such a different kind of endurance because it's 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 the best version of just like mental endurance that I've seen because physically it's not difficult to hold down that button. I'm sure after 10 hours, it's not pleasant to have your hand pressed down still. I'm not saying that, but like it is entirely mental, whereas the wall you have to be able to hold on. You have to be of a, of a certain build. Usually like you don't see you usually see smaller people that are doing better at it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it just. This is literally who wants it more, and that's that's the dream. That's what you want. How disappointed do you think they are? Or how disappointed are you that they came so close to the record without breaking it? Man, and they thought they were out there for like eight hours. That, <laughs> they that... had no idea, no mm-hmm. idea at all that they were that close. Oh, I would be devastated if I found out that they were four, four minutes short, right? Yeah, yeah, I think four minutes. Yeah, and I... I don't know if I missed it, but I don't know if I've seen them acknowledge that on the feed. So I'm not sure if they know that it was that close. I could oh, be missing not. something because I was like looking forward to that reveal. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Maybe maybe it just wasn't a big deal to them um, since not all of them even knew what the original pressure cooker was. It would have been to like America. Yes. Because she yeah. seemed like the one person who was like pumped, knew what it was, was excited to do it, and to know that she dropped out four minutes short of it. Because it was really just her that dropped out. You know, mm-hmm. like she was the reason that they didn't make it that far. So that would suck. Wow. Way to put all the blame on her. Jeez. It was. It was literally her. <laughs> and I'd do was, it again. Was another 10 house guests that dropped before her. <laughs> Am I right? Just... Nah, they weren't, they weren't going to last either way. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, so Cam wins the pressure cooker. Uh, so that means I won our bet. They yeah. cleared six hours. Mm-hmm. And the rules were I got to s- potentially swap one of my three picks that we made at the beginning of the season yeah. with someone else. Not someone I have, to be clear. Yes, <laughs> I guess we didn't clarify that, but I never thought that. I never considered that. Okay, so good. Good. <laughs> She's like, actually, I'll take Suri, please. 
<laughs> uh, so to recap, uh, you have Sari, America, and Jag. Dodged a bullet tonight, that's for sure. Yep. And I have Corey, Izzy, and Matt. Okay. Mm-hmm. You might think I'm crazy. I don't think I want to swap anyone out. No, I I wouldn't swap anyone if I were you. There's no chance I would. The only here's the thing. I like look at this three, and I think I got a pretty diverse three as far as like game styles, positioning. Like none of them are like. I mean, I don't know. I definitely have like a ranking of who I think is doing better this moment, but mm-hmm. there's no there's no one in the house that I think is better than them other than probably Sari. Sari is the only person that like, if I had the option, I would do that. Yeah. So am I crazy for just not wanting to take advantage of my win here? No, I wouldn't. Honestly, if I had won, I might have taken Jag out. I might have swapped him out just because of the risk, and he's obviously on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. It's always easy to nominate someone a second time rather than someone new. Um, but I might still, I might just stick with who I had if yeah. I were in that position as well. Like we both have really, which is uncommon for us to both have really solid groups that we picked. Okay, uncommon for maybe you. Oh yeah, you've always had a great group. That hardly okay. seems realistic. First off, first off, we haven't done this every season. So we've the seasons, people every season. The seasons that I remember, like, I mean, oh, yeah. come on, we're just gonna trust your memory as all season twenty one. I had the final two. You had Ovi. Do you yeah, remember I stand that? by that. Ovi was a better player. Okay. Yeah, sure. If it weren't for racism, you would have won. <laughs> okay. Are you in? Are you in <laughs> favor of? Never mind. I'm not gonna go there. I want to be clear. I'm not. I'm not. So going there. yeah. So I just picked the racists, and that's why I won that. Yeah. Okay. If you want to count that as a win, I mean, you do that. Too. I do. I it's do. Actually, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson won that season. So did I. Whatever. Dang. That sucks, dude. <laughs> Okay, the pressure cooker, uh, Cam won. Mm-hmm. And the, kind of the narrative of this week was pretty consistent. I will say, as far as like strategy, alliance building, all that, not as active as last week. This one felt pretty just down the middle. Here we go. He wants to nominate Jag and Blue. Uh, for reasons that are not made clear during the episode, I will say. I think I mentioned this last week about, like, the handful and the professors, how that's just, like, that was, like, a week one thing, not a thing. But, like, they CBS... Just, like, threw it away now. CBS still has to, like, acknowledge that because they spent so much time in the edit, like, talking about it. So he's like, mm-hmm. I was in handful with them, but now I want to nominate them. And that was kind of it. And I was like, okay, if you're not yeah. if you're not paying attention and think handful's still a thing, you're going to be so confused because there's no justification for these nominations mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, I would almost argue that there's not really any firm alliances more than maybe four people in the house, period. So that's actually something I want to talk to you about. Oh, I think I think we'll do it here, because this season is fascinating for a lot of reasons, and I do think a lot of it is just the gameplay that Sari is kind of bringing in this house and kind of everyone everyone is playing by her rules essentially, right? I think like mm-hmm. we can just see like she's controlling this house, and last week, you know, I mentioned three different alliances here. Seven Deadly Sins, Legend 25, and For Real, For Real. We haven't seen For Real, For Real yet in the episode, so maybe that one is already, who knows. Um, but this week, 
there was acknowledgement of the seven deadly sins, Legend 25, that we saw formed last week. Mm-hmm. And Sari, I think, kind of just walks us through it like, yep, these are just to keep me safe and nothing else. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're fake. I don't care. I just don't want them to <laughs> nominate me. <laughs> and the way that this season is kind of forming is less about big alliances and it's more just these i'm going to use a survivor term but like these voting blocks like that's kind of Mm -hmm. what we're seeing is we are seeing groups of people and do these groups of people have a common target this week and i don't think everyone in the house realizes that i don't think they're acknowledging it and i don't even know if sari is straight up saying that but that's exactly what's happening you know you have the the trio of like izzy felicia and sari and then mm-hmm. Jared, by extension, not known to mm-hmm. Felicia, though. And then you have, like, Jared and Blue, who are kind of being together. You kind of have mm-hmm. Jag and Blue in there a little bit. You got I'd Corey and America. It's like a trio, almost. Sure. And then Matt is now being brought in with, like, Suri and mm-hmm. Felicia in some ways. So, like, you have all these different relationships, and it's just a matter of, like, do we share a common target this week? Mm-hmm. And everyone's kind of treating like this, like, if it's not me, great. And I think that is very fascinating for a season of Big Brother. Yeah, because all, we all we've seen for years is just you form one massive alliance and then just go to work until there's, like, one or two people left. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I hadn't thought about how that's, like, a, a pull from Survivor to create that a little bit. I felt like Big Brother... Since it's such long form, it just naturally you you gravitate towards your big alliance and that's what you got. But it it's so fluid and there's no there's no firm like six or seven that you can point to, which we haven't seen. Well, we haven't seen a season like that in a long time, I feel like. No, I can't even think of the last time. I mean, if if a season does have that, it's usually just because the big alliance at the beginning failed. I think like season 15 maybe could look like that because I think the alliance that ended up winning was formed like second half later on, you know, that was, so I think there's examples like that, but yeah, I mean like every season, 19 maybe that's true. End game, end game of 19, I think. Well, here's the interesting thing about season 19, which I think people have been like rightfully comparing the two because you got the one legend that's just kind of running the house. Uh, Mm -hmm. I do think 19 works a little similar because Paul did have just blocks. Like, that's what he was mm-hmm. working with. <laughs> he had mm-hmm. Jason Alex. He had Josh and Christmas. He had Matt mm-hmm. and Raven. And for whatever reason, none of them checked notes. And they were all just like, oh, yeah, we're voting. We're a final three. We're a final three. Final three. I do think there are a lot of differences. So I'm not saying this season is like that one at all. Yeah. Um, but I think you're right. I think that strategy does line up for that season. Yeah, I mean, Suri is just going to be a better... She's just so much better talking to people and not driving the ship and also just better jury management already, I feel like. She just... Suri is very good at the game. Um, shocker. Big surprise. <laughs> uh, nothing... No big no big news there. But yeah, she's... Everybody just feels comfortable. Like Matt coming up to her this episode and sharing that with her because it's like she knows what she's doing. She has this wisdom. Um... I'm just so fascinated to see the end game and see if there's anybody who's going to take a shot at her later on and who that's going to be. Who's going to be left to take that shot? Or is she going to eliminate all the people who are smart enough to take that shot? 
so that she doesn't have to worry about it at the end. It, it'll be interesting to see how it works out. Yeah, and I think that is kind of like the big question I think a lot of people are just waiting for. It's like, because it could be a boring season, you know? Like, I'll say it. Like, I, this is probably my favorite season since, oh, well, no, it is my favorite season since, like, season 20. But, like, mm-hmm. if it just, if this continues and she does end up just winning, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I could right now say that, like, that's a great season. Now, like, do I want her to lose? I don't think so either, but I don't know what I want. <laughs> it's confusing. Yeah. Yeah, because she's so likable. Like, we've seen it on Survivor, I think, before. And, like, even <clears throat> season 19, we saw it. And I wanted Paul to win, and I'm I'm upset that Paul didn't win. But, like, if he had won, would I look back at that season as, like, was that a fair season? Probably not. But is Big Brother ever fair is another question that you have to ask. Like, there's there's all sorts of things. They did say this is a Survivor legend, and people in the house know what she's done. But then the Jared aspect. I would say if it was just her coming into the house for the first time and people knew who she was, I wouldn't say it was that unfair because the, everybody was given the same information of who she was, and it was like sure. a fair representation. But the Jared factor is tough, dude. And I don't know what to do with it. Yes. Uh, but let's talk about Jared, because I would say it uh, it's getting close to balancing out itself. <laughs> yeah. It's getting he's... real close. I, I, I'm almost at the point where I think, like, him being in the house is just going to be worse for her game. It, it's going to happen. The thing is, I wonder if, if he was in the house by himself. He has just a very different way of playing the game. And I wonder if that would be successful, but having her in the house is making him play a way that he, he's not used to or not as um, naturally equipped for. You know what I mean? Whereas she has a very specific game and it's known to be effective. And she's like telling him to stop do this, stop doing this stuff and, and clean stuff up. And that's just not how he plays. And both ways can be successful for sure. So I wonder if it's almost hindering, like they're hindering each other's game in a way. That's very interesting. I did not think about that at all. Because he yes. probably would have been a part of the handful more fully originally. Like I feel like he would have fit oh, in with the younger 100%. people so much easier, but the fact was he was drawn to stay connected with her. No, I mean, and, like, I think... The whole like, season could have shifted. I think if she's not in the house, I think he absolutely runs with Handful. And then Handful is that large alliance that we are used to seeing, and it's just a question mm-hmm. of, like... What does his game look like within that? And is he kind of the one driving that, um, especially to get to the end and when Jerry votes? But, yeah, I, I think I'm on board with that take. I, I think I would agree with that, that, you know, it's more just like her trying to get him to fit into that mold is not successful. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's more it. And I think you can credit that as, like, he's a bad Big Brother player, maybe, but, like... Maybe he just can't be told what to do. Maybe he's just different, you know? He's he's not like other guys. Yeah. That was weird how you left that off, so I just, I just wanted to see that. <laughs> uh, the showman situation. It's, it's a wild move when you already... Well, I mean, let, we're going to get there eventually. He tells Blue that his mom's in the house, or that he might be related to someone <laughs> in the house. But then... He, Apparently he says that it's I've, it's Felicia. 
I have never seen someone tell so much and so little at the same time. And then for Blue to seemingly just, like, be okay with that exact amount of information. She doesn't pry. She doesn't ask a follow-up. She's like, okay. No, that does like, it is so confusing. It, it is just baffling. I just feel like Blue's not playing the game. And, like, I thought no, she was, and no. I thought she was fun. She's just not. And that's fine. Every season, there's a couple people who come and don't play the game, whatever. Yeah. She'll probably make it super far, or one of them will, and it'll be annoying. But, yeah, she she just kind of accepts it. But also, he, like, I thought that she misunderstood and assumed it was Felicia. So... But he says it's Mama. He's like, Mama Felicia. And so now, but then she was like, oh, maybe it's Sari. Like, I don't know what she actually knows based on what they showed us. No, absolutely not. And then her DR made it even less. Like, her DR was pretty much like, I think I'm onto something. I think he might be. It was like, we literally saw him just tell you, but you're telling the DR as if you connected the dots or something. And you it still feels like she connect did that the dots. Before, like before he told her almost. Maybe. It feels like that DR came before that. That would make more sense, but like the way the episode did it, it was acting like she he just told Yeah, it was so weird. But yeah, mm-hmm. so I mean, I think like what I what I gathered is like he did hint like hey, my mom might be in this house. And then I think she kind of guessed like, "Oh, it's is it Felicia?" and he's like, "Maybe." And then kind of confirmed it later on. And but him confirming it was like backtracking in a way, like after the mm-hmm. fact, like he came back to the conversation, like, oh, by the way, yes. So like he had time to process, think about it. And he's like, oh, this is the right direction. So you're not telling her your secret. You're, you're just you're creating a new lie, a secret. And lie. Saying, yeah. Does it is saying it Felicia help him at all? No, because. If you're going to tell her, at least commit to it, because then you can actually utilize that. But all this does is create a new... Uh, it's so good. And then... A I new mean, secret you need to keep from her. Yes. So now you're balancing multiple secrets within the house. Some of them but are true, some of them lies. Dropping hints that it's Sari that people are picking up on, clearly. It's a whole thing. I don't understand it. No, it, it's so chaotic. And then... I mean, the best part, again, like I said, Blue is just not doing anything with this information. I don't think she knows what to do. Like, she's like, oh, cool, that's it. Like, I don't care. Why would this matter? Blah, 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 blah. Like, Mm -hmm. do something with this if you want to win this game at all. But her tactic has pretty much just been following, like, Felicia around all week. And if you watch the Mm -hmm. live beats, it is so funny because I I know, like, the episode made us believe that she thinks it's three. I don't think she thinks it's – I think she is so convinced it's Felicia because the way she's just spending time with her and asking her questions and trying to suck up to, like, her future mother-in-law, it is – it's so funny. It's so funny. So when Blue was doing her speech and she said something about her her new mother, like, 59-year-old mother or something, I assume it's her mom's birthday – because neither Felicia or Sari are 59. But I thought she was announcing to the house that, like, her in-law was... And I was like, oh my gosh, for like five seconds. I was, like, very confused about that statement. But no, I think she was just talking about her mom. Yeah, she... Honestly, if you're going to pick someone to tell the secret to, apparently Blue was the right pick, because she doesn't know what she's doing. I, I saw a great tweet, when they were like, best case scenario, Blue gets voted out. 
and on her way out the door, she spills it to the entire house. Felicia's <laughs> Jared's mom and <laughs> just walks out. Whole that house is confused. Hysterical. <laughs> Sari and Izzy will be sitting there like, what? <laughs> yeah. And but then everybody's gonna think Blue's racist. They're like, oh, just because they're black, just because she got it wrong. Like, there's gonna be that thing. Like, ah, no fun. I mean, that's the thing. Like, is 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 Jared just trying to like race bait her to be like, hey, this is my mom. Oh, you bought that? Why? Why'd you buy that? (laughs) Well, in the episode, he said, "Mama Felicia." Like, he said something about her. I don't know if it was just cut up to to sound like he was saying it was her. They also, like yeah, well, they also call her Mama Felicia. So that's the confusing part, too, is, mm-hmm. and I will say this was smart of him early on in the season. He started calling them Mama Felicia, Mama Sari, so mm-hmm. that, because there was one time where he did slip up and just said mom, but no one thought twice because he's been calling Sari Mama Sari all season. Yeah. So that's, that is, that's the confusing part, that's too, a good move. because he said Mama Felicia but then it's like, are you telling her she's your mom or are you just calling her mama Felicia? And not like, mm-hmm. what are you trying to communicate here? There's, it's so weird. It's so weird. But apparently Blue doesn't care. <sighs> apparently that's not going to be a topic of, infor- uh, of conversation for her anytime soon. No, which is even but, more infuriating that Jared probably is going to get away with it because <laughs> he shouldn't. He shouldn't. No, absolutely not. I want Sari to find out that it happened and just see her rip him a new one. That'll be fun. Yep. I think the other the other interesting thing that could happen is if Blue just brings up to Felicia and just be like, hey, oh. Jared told me. It's like, what? That might be best case scenario for entertainment because then Felicia <laughs> mentions it to Sari and then Sari yells at Jared and then Jared talks like just the the gymnastics that are going to happen to try to figure it out. So Felicia is going to be like, hmm, maybe, maybe Sari is his mom. Wait a second. Or maybe Felicia will be like, is he my long-lost son? Is it a Michael and Nokomis situation? I don't know. That'd be fun. Oh, my goodness. I gave you up years ago. I forgot I had a son. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that'd be so much fun. Um, And then we had another secret that was shared in the house this week, Nathan. Uh, Did we? Oh, talking about the other showmans? Yeah. Which... Yes. Blue and Jared, whatever. Don't really care about them. They seem, the show seemed like they were really heavily implying that those two did it. Um, so that's the thing that probably happened with they the whole condom did. nonsense. They yeah, and did. The, and the show wanted I to was... be like, hey, just to be clear, they did this. <laughs> I've never seen... I don't remember even like the early seasons, the show being that explicit. Do you? like To have a oh, whole yeah. segment... Season Senator... four, there was a whole segment about two people using the HOH room to have sex. All right, never mind. Well, I didn't watch yeah, all but I mean, four. it hasn't. They haven't done it that explicit for a long time. Um, but yeah, don't Jared and Blue, whatever. Like, don't really care. I love, I love Corey in America. They're very fun. They're, They're so much fun. fun. <laughs> How he just has no idea what to say or do ever, and she's just like. What are you doing? Like, what? Why don't you do this? Or what are you saying? What are she's, you? She's she's literally coaching him on like how to just talk to a girl mm-hmm. <laughs> while being the girl. I mean, it's just really fun to watch. Um, but yeah, he eventually also. But yeah, love those two. He eventually also shares that his his brother played Survivor, and yes. she could not care less. She was like he, very disappointed. He clarified 
like, well, my brother was no legend, you know. He yeah. uh, came in 18th place. Was it 18th place? 17th. Yeah. 17th? <laughs> mm-hmm. 17th place? I thought he was the first out, was he not? He must not have been, because that's what Corey, I, uh, Corey said 17th. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Which, I, my first question, <laughs> if I was America, would be like, do you know Sari before this then? And he'd be like, no, and that's really all it is. His secret isn't yeah. that big. No, it's really not. And I saw some people talking about this too, how it's like not that big of a thing. But like, I mean, I, I understand why he's not saying it. Like, it is something that you probably just don't want to say. Like, you want to just be as normal as possible and not mm-hmm. be like, oh, my brother was also on a primetime CBS show. Like, that's just not, it doesn't help your game at all. Um, but and with Suri right s- there, that makes it even worse, I think. Right. And I think by by the time Suri shows up, Nobody has a chance to talk at like she she came mm-hmm. episode one mm-hmm. um before so like yeah it may it all makes sense, but it also makes sense why she doesn't care that much as like I don't know if I was you know if I was in like an alliance with someone on Big Brother and they revealed to me like, hey, my sibling came in last place on this reality show, I'm like, oh cool, like I don't you know what I mean like it doesn't yeah it doesn't actually matter that much, nice. So anyways, we were talking about other things. Let's get into those, I think. <laughs> yes, Korean America, though. Big fan. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think what else we need to get through. Do we want to talk well, about the veto at all? Is that Yeah, anything? I was just going to say, Red won the veto. Um, seemed like a, an interesting competition. I feel like we haven't seen one like that before, so I, I feel like I enjoyed that. Remind me what but the Red competition won it was. And, Hmm? It was like balancing items onto little like weight things so that they were lined up perfectly and then it would light up something and then they could take letters and it spelled out golden. I'll be honest, I really don't remember that. Like none of that's ringing a bell. I must have just completely tuned that out. That's so funny. Honestly, that's what you... (laughs) The challenges don't mean a ton because we always know what happens. We already know who won usually. (laughs) I swear to you, like none of that rings... I cannot picture any of that. That's but very I, funny. I swear I watched the episode. It was literally I don't last buy night. It. <laughs> yeah, Red wins it, doesn't use it, not surprising. Uh I don't know. He just wants to support his boy Cam. I think it's Fine. worth noting just the yeah, I think we already might have mentioned it actually. Just the conversations of them realizing that they were outside of the alliance. Like that that's an impressive thing to notice. And honestly, taking that shot this week was probably the wrong move, but sh- them showing us that they are somewhat aware of what's going on makes them more interesting. I think it's more Cameron than it is red. Um, red doesn't, I don't know. It's in those two are so secluded and it's very interesting to me why they're so secluded, but yeah, they're playing the game. Yeah. And I just, I don't know if they like, I don't think there's anything they can do to be honest. I think honestly, a lot of it is just like that week one, can you connect to other people? And I just don't think they did. I mm-hmm. think we saw Cam put all of his effort into Riley. That's all his all eggs he into did. that basket. Yep. He was so committed on Handful. He was so committed on Riley that when Riley goes out, he was secluded to the point where the people in that alliance he wasn't even close with. Mm-hmm. And I think Red, same thing. He was just slow to the game. You know, clearly the bottom of the Professor's Alliance, other than Heisum, yep. of course. Yeah. But the fact that he associated with Hysum, you know, like that was the thing. They're like, 
we're not going to tell Red about this Heisum backdoor because he might be close to Heisum. So it's just like, yeah, at this point, I don't know what they do because I think the people that they could have potentially worked with, they targeted this week. Mm-hmm. And so you that's, you that's just want to be the one that you just want to be the one that survives at this point. Whoever yeah, kind sticks of. around, I don't I don't think they'll go out back to back. I think they'll get rid of one of them, and then they'll be like, "Ah, oh, we don't have to worry about Red for a little while. He's harmless for the most part." But Red can win some competitions, and I think he'll he'll mess with some people and he'll fall into somebody's alliance for sure. Um, one of them I think will get pretty deep for sure. I I could see that happening too, because yeah, once there's one left, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Wasting an HOH. Uh, let's jump to then the power that we saw tonight, which we, we did talk about a little bit. I guess more details about that. The four people that won, Matt, Sri, Chag, and Corey. Uh, that's a pretty... Like, that makes sense, I think, right? Those four mm-hmm. getting the most votes, nothing nothing. Sri, Corey, and Matt. Feel like the Siri, Corey, and Matt feel like some of the most loved Jag. I think a lot of people wanted to save save him, so they put him in. Right. Yeah. So nothing too surprising about that. Um, the competition itself really pathetic. Just like a little roll thing. I don't know. It's kind of <laughs> like here you go. Was so. I don't know if Siri is a Siri has probably done one of these before in Survivor. Like uh-huh. that's a pretty Survivor type challenge. Not that that means Suri's going to be good at it necessarily, but maybe have more experience. Have we seen this on Big Brother a lot or no? I remember... I feel like there was an HOH like this. Why do I want to say like 21? But from what I remember, it's like the numbers are on the side of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were just rolling the ball. Well, hmm. yes, but and then there was like a a like a jackpot at the end where like if okay. you get it in there. I don't know why I remember that so specifically. I want to say twenty one though. So yeah, I mean, but that was like a little different than. But I want to say yeah. there was one where you. I don't know. Doesn't yeah. It, the idea crossed my mind that it's like oh, the, of course they t- pick a survivor challenge for Suri. Suri's sure. never been good at challenges. I wouldn't expect her to be good at this, and clearly she wasn't. And so like yeah. I, after I thought about it, I was like, "Yeah, that's not a thing. I don't. I don't need to <laughs> go down." I'm gonna bring it up, but I'm not gonna. No, I'm, I'm not in on that conspiracy. I don't, I'm trying to but, think of a like, what Survivor challenge could they bring that like, oh, Suri's gonna be like really good at this. Like, I don't even know because she wasn't really great at any of them. I don't know that she ever won an immunity. I'm gonna look it up. Probably not. They. I think like, uh, if it, it'd be if they want to go like just traditional Survivor they could have done like one of those puzzles that are um i don't know how to describe it what's the what's the name it's like starts with a t or something like a tanagram or something something yeah tanagram you nailed that she's also never won immunity yeah not shocking that's never been her game no never needed to be but yeah uh, so matt won won the power um by love that seconds yeah, it was pretty close, and they did it quickly. I th- yeah, because yeah, Corey had fifty three seconds. Matt had forty five, which is insane. Mm-hmm. That is that's like the fact that both of them just like cruised under a minute. But when well, you saw the, the things, that's what I was gonna the say. Walls like, make it easy. <laughs> it's like you're bowling with bumpers on, you know. <laughs> like, do I think I'd do it in forty five seconds? No. Do I think I'd get it within two minutes? Absolutely. Like that's that makes it so I... much easier. 
almost. Oh, 100%. And, the, I mean, Jag was right there. I think he was like a minute 15 or something, so it wasn't – I don't know how Sri got 12 minutes. That, that was the kind of like, wow, that's, that's really bad. He does stink at this. <laughs> yeah, like, like really bad. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, Matt won the power. I really didn't think he was going to use it. I'm going to be honest. I did not think he was going to do it. From everything that I'd seen online, he wasn't going to. But then seeing that conversation with Sari, I was like, oh, there's a very real chance he does. But it also felt like that conversation was making it seem like he was going to, and then he wasn't going to. But I really, really wanted him to. Um, So I loved it. Yeah, and I, it's... I mean, I think it's a good move. I, I really do. Because um, I think, like... The only risk is... Not, like he won't get to use it, but yeah, I think it was absolutely worth it, knowing that he's probably not going to get targeted. Right, I think like he's in the perfect position because even like Corey, like we can talk individually, Corey in a second, but like some people are saying his name, you know. But like for Matt, mm-hmm. like Matt is sitting very good right now, so I think like if it's this week or next, I think you just have to weigh out like, you know. The only risk is if it's me or someone I want to save more than Jag that's next week and I don't get to save them. But like for this week, if you if you do want Blue and Jag both in the game, it, it, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt has done an, an incredible audible because he was part of Handful originally. Was he a part of the main five? Yes. I think he was, yeah. So he went from being a part of the main five of Handful to being super close to Sari now when it was clear that she was taking over the power. And yes, he went to her and kind of got her idea of what to do with it, but also gained so much trust with her just by going to... Like, it was it was very, very well done. Um, it also just shows how much power Sari has in the game. But yeah, he's just navigated super well and started out on the bottom, the people who are getting attacked the most, and has really, really recovered well. Right. Yeah, he has definitely been really trying to get in good with Sari, and it's paid off. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to remember now what it was. There was another situation this week where he kind of just, like, ratted it out to Sari. I think it might have involved Corey, to be honest, which is why I don't think Corey's doing great. Um, but it was, like, a conversation, and he pretty much, like, he has been going to Sari about everything. So, mm-hmm. like, the fact that he went about his power, like, not surprising. Um, mm-hmm. but like, that's what she values, you know? And yeah, for better, or for worse, I think dep- if my view of if you're playing a good game is all dependent on if Suri trusts you or not right now. And so <laughs> like the fact that she trusts him tells me he's playing a good game and that's kind of like where honestly, we're at. <laughs> that's honestly not a bad, bad way to view it. Cause even though Cameron and Red were, like, thinking, oh, we need to attack the other side, there was no, like, let's attack Sari. It's like, all right, let's put Izzy up and get Izzy out of here. And that's not going to do much. Like, nobody nobody wants to go for Sari. Do I think she's playing the cleanest game in the world? No. But do I think that anybody's going to target her soon? No. I just, I just don't see a way that that's helpful. Especially because she's so, like, you don't want to make all those people mad. You don't want, you don't want to fight that battle. You just don't. No. Yeah, but Matt, he, uh, he's up there. She even, the way that she worded her, her final four, 
it sounded like she had Izzy above Jared. I don't, I don't think she does. But when mm-hmm. she was uh, in the DR, she's like, like I wouldn't mind taking the final four, like final three, maybe. Let me think. Izzy, Jared, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? What was that order you just did? <laughs> Very funny. Yeah, she, um, I was surprised that it, took, it was that difficult to be like final four. Let me think through. But he jumped Felicia, and I feel like that's huge. Well, let's talk about Felicia a little bit because her and Sari are drifting apart, which is are they? very yes. I didn't see this. <laughs> oh no. Mm-hmm. And this is where I think again the Jared situation. It's just this extra level that people don't know, which is hurting them because a lot of it stemmed from Felicia approaching Jared about a final two and bringing up Suri and the fact like, yeah, me and Suri kind of have a final two, but like, honestly, I'd rather be like with you. Jared goes and tells his mom and Mm -hmm. it's been a little tense between them. Um, Nothing like really much spoken out loud, but Felicia has moved down the rankings of Suri, which is again, how I determine if you're in a good position this season, which I'm trying to think, is that a fair way? And honestly, it feels like it is. Because she's what? just dictating. My feel- ranking? Whether- <laughs> yeah, you're ranking based on Sari, but it feels like she's dictating everything. Is everything that's happening perfect for her? No, I don't think so. But, like, Hysam, I we talked about last week questioning whether that was the move um, to get rid of him or not, or if they should have kept him around. I think there's still merit to that conversation for sure. So, is it perfect? No, but... Man, she really is just dictating, it feels like. and Or maybe not dictating, but just she's always in the conversation and she's always okay with what's happening. I think it was perfectly seen through the way that when she found out Matt had the power, um, she was talking to Jared about it. And she said, she's like, I just have to figure out what I want Matt to do with this power. And I think mm-hmm. that just says it all. Like, it was just, what do I want to do? because this is mine right now this is mine to decide where it goes and that's how she views almost everyone in that house and the people Mm -hmm. that she doesn't trust those are the people that we are talking about that are like probably going to be next to go Mm -hmm. because she just talks about it in subtle ways because even when matt came up and she was like what do you want to do it like i had him talk through the pros and the cons and then just kind of slipped in her thoughts when he would say, maybe I should play it. And she's like, yes, I think you should play it. She would like reinforce when he was at like, it's just so expertly done. I think how she, how she manipulates and, or maybe not even manipulates, but just encourages them to do what she wants them to do. I don't know. It's so good, dude. Yeah. And it's also, I think very fun to watch it in real time on the live feeds as well, because mm-hmm. I think there is this level, like, once Monday happens, which if you don't know, Monday is when, like, the video ceremony happens, and things are kind of solidified. And I think people have been joking around, like, oh, every day is a back and forth, like, we're going to flip the vote, we're going to flip it back. But, like, to watch her do that in real time is incredible, because you will have two solid days where the vote is going this direction, and you know that she doesn't want it to go that direction, but you're watching her, in the span of those two days, slowly do it. And I think mm-hmm. that is, I think I've almost like kind of accepted, you know, I think like last year I mentioned or we joked like, oh, if you don't watch the live feeds, it's a better show. 
And I think I have almost the exact opposite now. Like, if you don't watch the mm-hmm. episodes, it's a better show. Because the episodes are, like, a 30-second, like, what should I do? I don't know. Will I flip? Maybe. But, like, there are two days of content seeing her have individual conversations, making everybody slowly shift this way. And then once Izzy spirals, Suri goes, okay, let's shift them this way. And then Izzy spirals again. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, okay, back this way. And it is this back and forth that is... It's like so intentional, and I just I don't know how she does it. It's just so methodical. I feel like, and she's just an expert at this point. Like, there's not many people you could find who are more well versed in this sort of game than she is. It's like mm-hmm. when you watch the challenge and you see the like vets who have played twenty seasons just play circles around some of these newer people. Like that's just it's what they do. It's it's how they make their money. So. Yeah. You'll yep. love to see it. Uh, do you want to talk about Izzy at all? Uh, Izzy's still just Izzy. <laughs> just doing Izzy things. Nothing nothing new to really add. Still enjoying her being there, I think. I, I very much enjoy her being there. Uh, I think this week, just seeing a couple more people talk about her, she has gotten a little bit on my radar as far as like, huh, she might not make it as far as I once thought. Um, mostly because, you know, Cam's aware, Red's aware, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, if anyone is saying your name, that just causes the potential for other people to eventually get to that conclusion too. If someone's going to take a shot at that crew, it's probably going to be a shot at her. That's just kind of, it seems like the reality to me, honestly. I, I would think so, because I think... Yeah, and I think it's also, like, looking at how will the people left handle that. And I think, like, for if you're looking at a trio with Felicia, Izzy, and Suri, it's like, oh, Felicia and Suri will move on. But if you vote Suri out, will Izzy move on? Or is Izzy just going to mm-hmm. come at you? So I think that's kind of what you're also looking at as far as, like, yeah, who do we want absolutely. to stay in this house? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Who do we want to deal with after we vote someone out? Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to, I'm just looking over the list. People we can probably skip. Bowie Jane, you got anything on her? Is there? No. (laughs) Such dud, dude. Such a dud. (laughs) Nothing on Bowie Jane. And like no one, apparently she was, I read something, she was crying earlier today or yesterday because like, she like walks into rooms and people leave and that sucks. And like, I don't want to say, uh, that sucks for you. You deserve it or anything, but like, it's just, you're not, you, you're not fitting in the game and that's how it goes sometimes. And, I'd like her to be out sooner rather than later. Yeah, I I think that's fine. I think if she's out sooner, it leaves a better jury house and second half of mm-hmm. entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything more on Cameron or Red, or do we kind of cover them pretty well? I feel like we covered them pretty well. I think the way that they're both kind of the targets right now, and I, I don't think they're to this level because I think these other two, this other duo is much more likable, but it feels like almost a Paul-Victor situation where they're the two that people are kind of going for in Big Brother 18. Yeah. It's been forever I, since I, I've seen that season, but I, I get that vibe. I think that's a good comparison. Uh, We talked enough about Jared, I'll just say it, and Blue probably. Nothing really more. Uh, Jag, I do want to talk about. Just a little. Yeah. Also, I just want to know, what does he do at this point, right? 
what does he do after there was a unanimous vote to vote him out? <laughs> I mean, obviously, like everything's okay. True. Like, obviously, he knows that not everyone who voted for him wants him out. You know, I think he understands, like, that's just how people vote now. But, like, what is his move? Who does he get in with knowing that the majority did want him out? It's It's a tough position to be in. I mean, I can't imagine Matt and Sari not communicating that they were the ones that saved him and guaranteeing his loyalty. Like, if they were the two... I mean, Matt was obviously the one that did it, but Sari was a huge part of that decision. If they, uh, like, talk to him and tell him, like, those are the two that you ride with to the end. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think the move is... Well, and it, that's tough, because that's dependent on Sari and Matt. So, like... You know, for Jack, there's not really much he can do in that situation unless they reveal to him. And but mm-hmm. I think I think you got to ride out with the seven deadly sins at this point. And I think you oh, word yeah. it in a way like, "Hey, the reason that we did this, like we could have had the votes to keep you, but we did it this way so we could keep you and Blue. So you clue mm-hmm. Blue into that too, and so then now mm-hmm. you have this because I don't like I don't, yeah. The more I'm talking about it, the more like blue is someone you want at the end because she's just going to be loyal and not win the game, right? <laughs> yep, absolutely. And that's the hard. That's the the hard part about these games is the people that suck are the ones that you want to take to the end. Mm-hmm. The tough element that Jag is in right now is uh, towards the beginning of the week. Part of the reason that the vote could never be fully flipped off of him is he went to, I want to say it was Izzy, maybe even Suri. I could be wrong about that. I know Izzy for sure, though. And he was trying to, I, I think I mentioned this last week, how he was kind of onto Jared about Jared playing like the middle. Um, mm-hmm. And him and Corey were talking about it. And Corey confirmed to Jag. Corey's like, yeah, me and Jared were talking, blah, blah, blah. So Jag went to Izzy saying that like, hey, Corey told me that Jared is doing these things. And his he thought his response or the response was going to be like, oh, no, Jared's playing the middle. But instead, the response was, oh, no, Corey is on to Jared, which was like the exact opposite of what he wanted. And so because of that, uh, there was definitely some tension in between Corey and Jag. uh, And it caused Corey's kind of clout within the house to go down a bit because he yeah. was telling people about Jared. And then also that was more reason to keep blue and get rid of Jag. So mm-hmm. it was very fascinating watching Jag do what like could have and should have been like the correct thing. Like, Hey, look at this guy playing the middle. But again, he just didn't know who that guy was and who he was related to. <laughs> and that sucks. That like, that sucks. I don't like that at all. No. Like, how no. do you, how do you do, how do you deal with that? How do you, go into the game and prepare for that. You don't. You just get... And yeah, part of the game's luck, but that's just... I'm enjoying the season, but that stuff makes me angry. That's frustrating. Yes. And so it's going to be interesting because I do think there are two... You know, if we're talking still in the terms of voting blocks, I think, like, Jag now is not really in with Corey in America. So that's going to be fascinating to see how that plays out because mm-hmm. I don't think Izzy and Suri are necessarily done with Corey in America. And I think they still are keeping those lines of communication open um, since they're a part of for real, for real. But mm-hmm. it, I don't know until I see for real, for real on the episode, I think I should just stop talking about it because it doesn't feel like it's coming into play yet, even though it's still yeah. referenced a lot on the live feeds. <laughs> yeah, that's, 
the hard part. Is they they have to sell us a show and it's not necessarily makes me wonder what stuff we miss on Survivor. Honestly, yeah. oh, I mean, you see, yeah, every Always. and we've talked about that for years, but yeah, every season, like you know, the exit interviews they come out. It's like, oh yeah, I actually had this secret alliance with this person. Never made in the episode. It's like, oh, that would have been Homer nice had to this know. this advantage that he just never got to play, so they just right. never showed. Right. <laughs> but now we're getting hour and a half episodes. Anyways, we're getting off track. Yeah, Jag is is great, but tough situation with with that for sure. Yes, hopefully Mansuri did the right thing because that would be a great move. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything on Mimi? Person that we have not mentioned once in all. She's just in the background and not doesn't seem like she's a target for anyone. She's, I mean, that's not a bad gameplay at all. Like that's that's kind of what you want some a lot of the time. Yeah, no, I I think she's going to go pretty far. I I really could because she has no reason to be targeted. She has no bad ill will towards any like she's just she's playing a calm game right now. More so than Bowie Jane because people hate Bowie Jane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Getting her out feels like a waste of an HOH. It really does. Sure, which I guess you could say the same about Bowie Jane in that way, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because they're both just kind of those outliers that don't actually affect the game really at all. Because you can just kind of tell them what to vote, and they'll vote that way. Yep, exactly. They should get a final two. Well, imagine that, that final is... two after this season. <laughs> that would be the worst possible outcome. I would rather Blue win the game than to have the final two be them. Yep. That's yep. that's insane. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I could come around on Mimi. I'm not I'm not counting her out, but yeah. But Bowie Jane beats her. That's the thing. Well, okay. Now you're just talking crazy. <laughs> all right, that's all of them. Um, any other major themes or things that happened that we missed that we need to talk no. about? It'll be an interesting week for sure. I hope. I hope it's not just Cameron or Red going out. I hope it's a more interesting move that somebody tries to, a shot someone tries to take. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. And I mean, I think like, I don't know. The thing that I'm really learning this season is like, it really is just two separate shows that you're watching. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think even with this week being kind of canceled out and being like, oh, back to square one, none of it mattered. Like, there's so much happening, um, and I don't know, like, I will say, like, I'm watching the feeds more so this year than I have before, but I also genuinely think that they're better this year as far as, yeah. like, the people that we talked about, because, like, Mimi's not relevant in the episodes, but she's she's playing the game. Bowie Jane, maybe not. Like, I would say Bowie Jane and Blue are the two people that are kind of, like, whatever, but, like, everyone else is at least talking strategy. And I think that is such a, like, in the, I think this might be like the sixth or seventh season I've watched of the live feeds. I can't remember this much game being talked on the feeds, even in the all-star season. Like, this just is nonstop strategy. And even if they're not all playing great, they're at least talking about it. Where do you think that comes from? Do you think that's that's Sari kind of setting that standard of strategy talk? Or do you think... It's just a bunch of gamers and people who are here to play the game. I think it's a combination because there are definitely a lot of gamers. Like, Corey is very good. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's talking about. 
America is a, is the best type of super sneaky fan. gamer. Yeah, she knows the game and she knows what to look out for. Like the and it's funny even like talking about them again, but the two of them talking like they are referencing other BB couples. Like, are we like this couple or this couple? Like they're aware of how they might be like being perceived on TV, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Izzy who you know is playing the game. Uh, even like Felicia, like Felicia knows what she's doing. And so I think that's a big part of it. But I also think that Sarij is being in there, you know, like we've talked about, just adds this level of every single day. It's like the whole thing is a refresh in no way. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. just we're not seeing the traditional big alliances that we've seen. And I think that yeah. is also very refreshing. Mm-hmm. Very, very refreshing. Voting blocks are where it's at. Yeah, I love it. This, I mean, without question, this is my favorite season, I think, since season 20. That's for oh, sure. Yeah. So far, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable saying that. I'm trying to think if anything even comes close. But Thanks. the early game is always good. That's the hard part. Pre-jury is always good because there's so much going on and so much chaos. Yes, you're right. I just, the jury phase in the end game that that'll really make or break it. Obviously, that's just how it works. It, it's true. But right now, I'm enjoying it. And here's the thing: if that does suck, Survivor's coming up in a month, so we can just that's true. <laughs> we can just swap our just stop session. recording podcasts about Big Brother. Be like, anyways, well, Survivor. I don't know about that. Uh, we are gonna have to figure that out, aren't we? <laughs> it's gonna be. Yeah. Are we just gonna record one long episode? I don't know. I don't we'll see who knows listeners let us know what you want you want a double episode you want us to just i mean if we're gonna do a double episode you might as well just hit stop record and then you know do i don't know whatever yeah honestly (laughs) all right anything else you got no that's all i got cool who do you want to win hoh if you had like tony's perfect week maximum chaos is you know what um I Jag. I don't have an answer. Jag? Okay. I think Jag would be interesting. Or Jared? No. Anybody that I guess they would just obviously go for Cameron and Red. And that's tough, but I don't want it to be Cameron again because I I mean you gotta put up Jag and Blue again, right? If you're Cameron, probably, but then maybe the house is different now because I don't know. The dynamics just could be different. I want to see what Bowie Jane would do. That's my final take. (laughs) There's a chance that Cam realizes that this power was used against him, and if he connects the dots that it wasn't Jag that did it, he could be like, oh, I'm doing this shot at Izzy. You know, who knows? Mm -hmm. That would be awesome. That would be ideal. Uh, I'd be okay with the Courier America. I want to see what they're at. I want to see the power and try to work their way in because I love them so much, and... I want them just to be have slightly better position. I want them to at least make a uh, jury. Yeah. So they can fall in love in the jury house. Well, according to Cam, there's no cameras in the jury house, which is a very creepy say thing to say to them. Yeah. I wonder what he's implying. Did you also see him watching her eat breakfast for like two minutes straight? No. <laughs> he was what? up in the HOH room. And they have a TV that just, like, shows the camera of the kitchen. And she was just yeah. eating breakfast there. I think she might have been with Corey. And he just, like, sat there just at the couch just staring at the TV for, like, 
three minutes. It's just not saying anything, not doing anything, just like watching. Everyone's like, what is going on? It's very bizarre. It's like serial killer vibes. I don't know. He's an interesting guy. He's a weird dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your HOH. All right. We're going to wrap this up. Let's get out of here. For more episodes, visit notgamewellpersonal.com. Follow us on Twitter, X, Instagram, TikTok, at NGAB Pod. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere this is podcast, really. I'm Nathan. This is Tony. We're also on YouTube. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Remember to love one another. <laughs>